0: is A Fram, a podcast about the work of Jeff Lemire by a fan and his long suffering wife.
1: Oh, it's an update.
0: It's just still long suffering.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 so is the dog. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, Okay.
0: Yeah, he's suffering. It's a hard life being a dog.
1: Poor baby. comes pretty baby. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm Edna.
0: Oh yeah, you never said your name. I did it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, as promised, we are staying with Black Hammer for the moment and we are doing Doctor Star in the Kingdom of Lost Tomorrow's. Or Or what? Or Doctor Andromeda in and the Kingdom of Lost Tomorrow. I
1: mean the one I'm looking at is Doctor Andromeda.
0: Yeah, you've got the updated version.
1: Fascinating. Um, yeah, I forgot the library edition book that I'm looking at it, um, through. Um, also, now that I've read an issue that Kingdom of Lost Tomorrows it sets it up to be real sad, I like, <laughs> I think it's his Lost Tomorrows, but anyway, we'll see.
0: We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to do a size Yeah, go
1: All
0: for right. it. Our story begins with Jimmy Robinson returning home to Spiral City. He's narrating his thoughts in a letter to his son. He begins by returning to his observatory and expressing lots of regret. Then we flash back to 1941, where he gets funding from Uncle Sam to accelerate his work into para-radiation, and while the weapon for the coming war. His wife and young son are put on the back burner, and he dives ever deeper into his work. He punches through to the para-zone, and we don't see what happens, but he returns powerful and addicted. In 1942, he joins a bunch of heroes, some we recognize, and he casts the deciding vote, and they all go off to take down the Nazis. Back in modern times, he has gone to a hospital, and we see that it, we see why he's back in Spiral City. His son has cancer, and it seems he's dying.
1: I have a very important question that I think I need to understand. Uh, do we know, like, decade placement for this comic? Are we talking like 1990s, 2000s,
0: Um, I think this is around the time of... Mm. But it's, I think it's before Antigod.
1: Um, so where would that place
0: it? No, hold on. I'm trying to think. No, this <laughs> this is after the heroes went to the farm, but before the events of Age of Doom.
1: Okay, I understand that.
0: I don't know when it's it actually. All right. I'm, they do, they do a little bit of that Batman animated series thing where it's hard to tell when exactly the time frame is.
1: Right. I'm trying to like get a idea of how old a son would be versus how old he would be. Like, I'm guessing maybe 60s, but that would put him in his 80s, I would think. I don't know. I would. I, I don't know why that's important to me, but it is. I just wanted to know. Okay, go. <laughs> um,
0: I would say he's somewhere between, in terms of, like, actual age number, between Abe and uh, Gail. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Despite her cute little appearance, Gail's the oldest of the bunch.
1: Yeah, she really is.
0: Ready for the questions? Yes. All right, Q and A time. Did you like the story? Yeah,
1: I did. I liked it. It was also sad, of course, Um, but I liked it. It was, um, it was interesting. It made me want to know uh, what is going to happen with the story. Um, Also, I like the art.
0: That was literally the next question. What you think of the art?
1: Okay, well, look at that. I like the art. It's a little quirky, uh, but not bad quirky. Like, I like most of his faces. Even when they get weird, I, I kind of like them. And I like his very intricate stuff. I'm sitting here looking at this double-page spread deal he did uh, of putting together that hand of his. Uh, it was pretty fabulous. So, it was good to look at. I like the colors. And so, I didn't mind looking at this one right from the get-go. Um... But also, there's the relationships. Uh, the rel- Obviously, it, he doesn't take at the beginning. It's, it's his son. I thought it could be, but who knows? It could have been his wife until we found out her name was Joni. Um, but all of it, um, interesting. So I need to see the next one.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what do you think happened to Dr. Starr in the pair Because <sighs> he came back very different than Colonel Weird when he went to the pair zone.
1: Right. Uh, I think that the person that went in affects the person that comes out. Mm -hmm. And the person that went in this time was an obsessed doctor predisposed to feelings of greatness and uh, desire to want to do something. So the person that came out was the person that went in. He just had extra power. Uh, and that person given extra power. It makes sense. But that's not who Colonel Weird was. He was an explorer who was super nosy and wanted to find things out, and I think he just found out a little too much. So uh, I think the person that came out was the person that went in in the case of Dr. Amdrona. Hmm. It
0: seems like it kills a lot of people and drives others <clears throat> mad.
1: That's what I was wondering about. How on earth did he, with a glove, because when he first went in, he just had a glove
0: and that lamp thing.
1: Did he have that lamp thing? It was the glove was hooked up to something, and he had some things, like goggles over his eyes.
0: I thought he was holding the lamp already.
1: I didn't see a lamp. No, he seems free. Oh, my bad. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, he saw some things. There's some stuff happening there, um, and then he just kind of appeared to his kid and Joni, which doesn't seem to be healthy, and probably is what gave his kid cancer. <laughs> But um, there's too much radiation there. He brought some stuff out. Um, but, yeah, like I don't understand why some people get stripped completely bodily apart and he's good to go because of a glove.
0: Maybe something about there's certain kinds of technology to keep people safe because they were all safe inside Colonel Weird's ship when they were all on the farm inside the parazone. Maybe some of that technology in his glove is similar to some of the technology in Colonel Weird's ship.
1: Maybe. This was pre-Colonel Weird. He went in before Colonel Weird, didn't he?
0: No, no. This is after the, they're on the farm.
1: No, uh, the 1941. Oh, yeah.
0: Um,
1: he would have went in first. Yeah, maybe. And then Colonel Weird went in later, if I recall from the last library edition that yeah, gave me a timeline. because Colonel
0: Weird was in the 50s, wasn't he? Yeah. And He went in. Sure hmm.
1: was. Ooh. Got to figure that one out. Interesting. I wonder if he helped him with any kind of technologies.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know these things.
0: Maybe there's an extra glove on that ship keeping them all
1: safe. Just laying in the closet <laughs> down in a corner.
0: Were you happy to see Gail and Abe?
1: I was. Um healthy and normal, that was really good.
0: But still surly. <laughs>
1: but still surly, and that's fine. Also all of these other weird characters. What about this dead cowboy? <laughs>
0: The horseless rider.
1: I <laughs> needs some more. <laughs> they gotta have somebody that has weird talk bubbles or else they can't do anything. Um, yeah, no.
0: I love that he talks nothing like a cowboy.
1: Right. I mean, he's dead, so he can talk however he wants, I guess. Also, <laughs> the Hulk guy is man. <laughs> oh, that's so good. There were some jokes there, I'm sure. Uh, he'll go along with everyone if they need him to. Um, yeah, nope, that was pretty cool to see them. Just enough of them. Like, I knew from the other things that he had fought with them some. It was, it was good to know when that had happened.
0: You cheating and perusing the Black Hammer Encyclopedia.
1: I skimmed the highlights. Thank you very <laughs> much. I find that backstory is important as long as it's not prequels. There's a fine line <laughs> betwixt the two. Give me an encyclopedia of background. It, it's like a Wikipedia. We know how I feel about Wikipedia. I'm absolutely obsessed with Wikipedia. Don't use it for resources, friends. But also <laughs> look everything up on Wikipedia. It's a, such a good time. Uh, and so anytime you give me an encyclopedia, I'm going to read it. This has nothing to do with this, but when I was little, one of my favorite Nintendo games that I got was Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego. It came with its own abridged encyclopedia so that you could play the game I'd burn a hole through that encyclopedia. That had nothing to do with this. That was free for you.
0: Well, I was a nerdy, you know, asthmatic kid who stayed inside. I read some encyclopedias, too.
1: <sighs> if I'd known you, I'd let you borrowed my Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego. Diego.
0: So, would you read a Liberty Squadron spinoff?
1: Ooh, I don't know, because that's in prequel territory. <laughs> I like this one because they're there, but, like, they're not.
0: I don't think Dr. Star and, like, some, most of these aren't really prequels. They're just sitting in a different time frame. Right. They're just set in the world.
1: This doesn't feel like a prequel, yeah. so I'm not mad about this at all. But if we start getting into, like, Scooby-Doo gang time, where everybody's there, then I don't know that I will appreciate it as much.
0: Well, there's two going on right now I've already... Told you about mentioning this podcast, but Colonel Weird has a series going on right now. I don't know when it's set. There's a Barbalian series. It only has one issue out, and it ha- it has to be it's set in a different time frame. Yeah. But um, I don't know like how much of a prequel it is or how much is uh, the further adventures of. Yeah, I
1: would Barbalian. like to know that.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll tell you soon. Yeah. Um, the the Colonel Weird series. I've bought the first two issues, and they're they're making an itch. At the back of my brain, because I always try to wait till the uh, miniseries are finished before I read them. Right. I just buy up the issues, and the you know, it's, but it's Colonel weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. Yeah, it's bothering me. Anyway, um, so where do you think the story's going?
1: Um, his regrets and how he did all of these things, and they were fun, but in the end, they tore his family apart. That's how I'm feeling right now. I mean, it's all of one issue. Um, but it sounds like that he most definitely put that in place of his family and some horrible things happened. Like the nurse doesn't even know who he is.
0: Yeah.
1: So some stuff has went down.
0: And I don't think the son got sick yesterday.
1: Oh no. He's in hospice now. So yeah. he's, he it was a road to get there. So yeah, like, I think it, like with the other ones, I think family will pay play an important role in this and him coming to terms with was it worth it what he did
0: well that's like a running theme in all of Jeff Lemire's work yeah his is family
1: yeah so I don't think that that's unreasonable also I just realized another reason I probably like this is he reminds me a little bit of Danny Kaye Dr. Andromeda <laughs> does <laughs> and I think that that's pretty precious
0: you should tell the listeners who Danny Kaye is
1: don't be that person the Bound to Know. Okay. Danny Kaye. He was a fabulous comedian, singer, actor. Started many, many wonderful movies.
0: It was a long time ago now.
1: But it's Danny Kay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: He was on The Muppets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what do you think is going to happen with Charlie?
1: Uh, he's going to die.
0: You're the little ray of sunshine.
1: <laughs> he's in hospice. <laughs> and he's definitely going to die. I figure he might tell his story and then die. Uh, unless he can take him to the parent zone. I don't think I'd want to do that. But
0: um, Maybe he's got a new Nintendo Power Glove he can give him. that will make him better.
1: <laughs> oh, it does look like a Power Glove. Um, <laughs> maybe he does. I don't know. At this moment, in all of one issue... He sure looks like he's going to die. Yeah. Uh, but if he wakes up and sees him there, I don't know how excited he would be to see him. I would probably be pretty, pretty angry. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, um, I got something wrong last week. This is not one of the five-issue miniseries. This is this is one of the four-issue miniseries. Oh. And so you will find out a week sooner than usual.
1: I thought you were getting ready to say, it's really got 15 issues, and you got <laughs> me into something. No. Cool.
0: So far, they've all been... I, I could be wrong again. I think they've all been either four or five. Most of them five. Some of them four. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: For stars, good stuff. And Max... I don't know how to say his last name. Fumara. Um, I love how moody his art is. It's, it's the, such a perfect tone yeah. for the story.
1: Yeah. It's lovely. It's very lovely. I enjoyed
0: it. All right. Did we choose Will?
1: I think so. I'm not mad about this at all. Um, It felt like I got a good story out of the first issue.
0: All right. I think we're done here. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, everybody.